The only place in the multiverse where you can love the book, hate the movie, but still buy all the toys. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. I'm not looking for a friend. I'm looking for a Jedi mask. A what? Please remember to hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed. With your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Yes, Have Some Podcast. Craig here for a very cool episode of the show. For the first time ever, we are going to be speaking with Ernie Hudson. This man needs no introduction in the world of Yes, Have Some Podcast. Obviously, Ernie has had an incredible career, an amazing actor, best known to all of you as Winston Zedmore in Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2, and of course, the upcoming Ghostbusters Afterlife. Now, what we are doing here is very cool. We are partnering with our good friends at the Ghostbusters Containment Unit, and uh, we've worked with them a little bit over the last couple months. Matt Sanders, Tom Henry, two really good guys, total pros in the world of autographs, collecting autographs, getting signings, doing private signings and things like that. So they did a a signing with Ernie Hudson last year, and now they are doing another one. This is the official announcement starting this Friday. They will begin taking orders for an upcoming exclusive private signing with Ernie Hudson. And uh, part of that is that we all got to sit down and, and talk to Ernie for about 30 minutes and had a really awesome discussion. I mean, uh, Ernie is great. He's been so good to the fans over the last couple decades, really, being a part of Ghostbusters and just kind of being an ambassador uh, for the franchise. So uh, for me personally, getting a chance to to talk with Ernie and ask about Ghostbusters and talk a little bit about Ghostbusters Afterlife, tease a couple cool things. Uh, man, it's just, uh, this is, uh, this is why we do this. This is a, a really, uh, just a really cool thing that we're able to, to do and work with the containment unit guys on. And, uh, I'm super excited for them because it's a big deal for them to, to book private signings, uh, with the likes of Ernie Hudson. And, uh, obviously, partnering up and and getting Ernie on YHS is, uh, it's great. It's a big win-win for everybody, but mostly it's a win for you. So we're going to get to the interview here in just a moment, but I do want to let everybody know if you want to get in on the signing, you want to go to the Ghostbusters Containment Unit official Facebook page. They have a page and a group. I would go ahead and join the group. It's awesome. Really good community of collectors. Not too dissimilar from Yes Have Some Group Therapy. And uh, they're going to be putting those orders up Friday. So just two days from today, you will be able to get in on the signing. Personally, I'm going to be sending in a Ghostbusters Hasbro Plasma Series Winston Zedmore figure. I'm going to get it signed in some nice bright yellow uh, paint pen, and uh, it's going to be good. It's going to be real good. So I'm not going to talk any longer here. You all know the drill. You know Yes Have Some. You know that we're uh, we're bringing the hits, uh, so they say, and we've, we've got a lot of fun stuff planned over the next couple months, but we're going to get right to Ernie Hudson right now. Here he is, the man, Winston Zedmore himself, Ernie Hudson, speaking with myself, Tom Henry, and Matt Sanders. Let's go right now. 
super excited about our guest this afternoon. Yes, Have Some is partnering up with the Ghostbusters containment unit, our good friends Tom Henry, Matt Sanders, to welcome our very special guest today for the first time on YHS, Ernie Hudson. Ernie, how are you doing today? You know, I'm great. It's, um, yeah, no, it's, it's really a good time. I'm feeling good and uh, really happy to be with you guys. Well, wow, thank you so much. So um, I guess we should start off here where, you know, I'm in Atlanta and then uh, Tom and, and, uh, and Matt are in California and Florida. Right. I'm in Santa Clarita, California, which is um, uh, an unusual place, but uh, I'm working out here. So, um, yeah. So California, uh, out in the way out in the, the desert, it feels like anyway. Cool. Cool. So, yeah, you, you were mentioning before we got started that you're uh you're kind of getting back into the swing of things and, and work is, is ramping back up. So I guess a good place to start is how, how has your 2020 been? Because I, I know it has to be a little bit different than, uh, than you were expecting going into the new year. Yeah, this is kind of a new, whatever it's, hopefully it's not a normal. Hopefully we'll get back to some kind of normal, but I have a feeling we'll never get back to the good old days. Uh, but um, but I, you know, work is, is interesting. I do two shows. Um, I do a show called family business on BT plus, and, uh, we're shooting now. We had shut down for the pandemic. I just started work. Yes. Well, yeah, Monday. Sorry. I'm a little turned around. <laughs> and, um, we just got back into production, a lot of protocol, a lot of it's, it's weird. And then, uh, I do a show called LA's finest that just, uh, premiered on Fox and it's on spectrum. Uh, and we're trying to figure out how we can kind of get back. So it's, it's, um, everybody's trying to figure this thing out. Right. That was one thing I was going to mention. So LA's finest had its uh, broadcast premiere this week. And, you know, a lot of people have had such a negative impact with, with COVID and the changing of schedules, but it's actually kind of interesting that because of the lack of new programming on Fox, uh, you know, this show that's already in season two on Spectrum is now going to have this whole new audience on, on broadcast right. TV. So you kind of had a, a, a backhanded uh, positive to, to come out of everything. Right. Yeah, no, it's uh, and it's great. Hopefully uh, it'll do well on Fox. It certainly opens it up to a wider audience. Uh, I think it's a great show. Um, but I will say season two is it's 100 percent better than the first season, which you know sometimes it takes a show a minute to kind of find its place uh, not that the first season is bad but this second season is really incredible so hopefully um it'll do well and um you know it'll be around for a while cool that's great well congratulations on that that's uh you know the year you won we've we've all you know we're longtime fans we're longtime ghostbusters fans and and the one thing you've always been adamant about as, as an actor is you got to get out there and you got to work and you, you got to do the work and uh uh you, nobody works harder than than ernie hudson i'll as a Ghostbusters fan, we we know that we know that in our hearts. So uh, it's really cool that uh, well, thanks. that you got uh, you know this opportunity to uh, you know be out there two shows. Not not a lot of actors have two shows you know on TV at the same time. So that's great. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's a blessing, and I'm very very thankful. Cool, truly cool. Yeah. So yeah, so this year, so Ernie, you 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 do a lot of conventions, you do a lot of signings, you, you've kind of become the de facto ambassador of the Ghostbusters franchise. You, you've always been so connected with the fans um, because of everything going on this year that you haven't been able to, you know, be out there as much. And obviously uh, 
this year we were supposed to get Ghostbusters Afterlife and it's now pushed back. Uh, so now you have this opportunity. You can do some signings. You can work with guys like Matt and Tom and, and really still connect with the fans in a more virtual atmosphere. So have you, have you been able to participate in any of these like virtual cons? And maybe you could talk a little bit about what, what that's been like. Well, it's certainly different. I did, uh, I think, one uh, with uh, Derek Maki and his um, Cool Waters. Um, uh, he had put something together. Um, it's very hard with the, um, you know, with this format because uh, it's not like, you know, going to a convention, being there in person, being able to connect with people one-on-one. So I think everybody's trying to figure out how this thing is going to work. And if people are willing to, you know, come aboard and, you know, and sit through looking at a screen. So um, it's, it's a little different. Everybody's trying to figure out, I'm trying to figure out how, uh, in all honesty, I'd gotten to a point uh, just before this uh, where I was a little burnt out. I didn't want to get on a plane. I just wanted time at home. I got my wish, not quite <laughs> what I had in mind, but uh, so yeah, I've been home for a while. So it's, it's good. I was curious, Ernie, along the lines with conventions, and, you know, we're autograph collectors and stuff like that, too. Has there ever been an item that's come across that you just thought was awkward? Or what is one of the, like, most random things you've ever had to sign or been asked to sign? Um, you know, I'm usually pretty um, pretty uh, open in terms of whatever the things that may not make sense to me. But if, if a fan is coming or save this thing, I know it's important to him. So, um, but I've signed a little bit of, you know, everything, I, I guess probably, um, I'm just trying to, um, I'm, I'm trying to think of something that really kind of, you know, uh, actually it, it's more the signing, um, on the person. And then there's been a number of cases where they've, taken that signature and got it uh, 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 what, uh, a tattoo. So to tattoo the name on your body, that uh, seemed a little bit <laughs> above and beyond. But uh, like I said, I respect, um, I respect it. And, um, but yeah, no, people will say, you know, just, you know, all kinds of stuff. But uh, I try not to as I get older, I try not to judge, and uh, you know, I try to appreciate if it's important to you. Hey, it's uh, I can respect that. That's cool. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be weird seeing your face tattooed on somebody, like because I know there's a huge collection of Ghostbusters fans who've got you know Winston Zedmore tattoos. So that I'm sure the first time, you know, you got to be a little bit yeah by that. Yeah, the first time I was at a auto dealership, I was. Um, uh, buying a car and um, the salesman said, Hey, we, uh, our mechanic is a big fan. He has, you know, a tattoo of you. And I'm like, really? So he calls a guy in and, and he's a guy who's probably 50 or so, uh, not the kind of guy who you think would be a, you know, a fan, but uh, I realized in Ghostbusters, there's no type of fan. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, and he pulled up his leg and uh, his whole calf was my face. And, uh, <laughs> And I was, uh, I was so, uh, in awe, impressed. Um, and yet it was kind of, and I didn't know how to react because I didn't want to embarrass him. You know, I didn't want to go, what the hell is that? But I, you know, you just, so that's the hardest thing sometimes is 
how do you respond to something that kind of catches you off guard? Um, so, you know, I just, whenever I took the car back, I made sure he's a guy who uh, serviced it, you know, so. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Listeners of our, our show know that we have a story where when we were out in L.A. for the premiere for the 2016 Ghostbusters movie, we were walking through a hotel and, and uh, our other co-host who's not with us now, Jake, he's got a tattoo of Bill Murray uh on on his arm and somebody goes hey is that bill murray on your arm and we turn around and it was annie potts and she's like taking a picture of it so uh yeah you just never know uh lots of lots of tattoos but that's great the question is did you finagle some sort of discount on the car since the mechanic was such a big fan maybe you get a little uh you know something off the top end yeah no i don't get discounts Uh, (laughs) all that for that right 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 no yeah no people and i'm not a good negotiator so um, that's okay i think everybody should be paid for what they do and there you go it's all good good good. there you go so ernie i I wanted to circle back to the convention question um so you you mentioned you wanted a break because you do a lot of conventions you're all over the place uh what do you see kind of going forward like is there a path forward for conventions in a post-covid era what do you see yourself doing (sighs) You know, I don't know what the post-COVID era is going to look like because uh, nobody's been really clear about what we're dealing with. I mean, there's been so many mixed messages from it's not real to it's the most, you know, catastrophic thing we've ever faced. Um, there's been no really clear treatment for it. Um, and so I think everybody's a little bit not sure. You know, this distancing is just bizarre. Uh, the mask. I don't know how you normally at conventions, you know, I, I'm I'm used to hugging people and picking up the babies and having them drool all over me. And <laughs> um, and so all that's out. And I just don't know how we um, I, I don't know how we do it. I'm sure we'll figure a way out. But uh, it's uh, I I can't even imagine. I have no idea. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I think that's the big unknown everybody's dealing with. And now you know you're talking about being back on set. You kind of mentioned some of the protocols. Is it is it adding um, a lot more time to the day? I mean, I know days on set are already you know really long and stretched right. out. Well, yeah, you know we uh, we have to be. I had to be tested three times before I was allowed to come into the bubble. We call the bubble. Um, they've, um, have a number of houses where the cast and crew are put up in. Um, it's a really nice house that I'm in, thankfully. Um, but, um, uh, when we go on the set, we're, um, oh, and we're tested three times a week while we're shooting. Uh, we go on the set, we're sprayed down, um, uh, each time, a couple, two or three times a day. Um, it's, um, it's 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 crazy. Everybody uh, has to wear masks until unless we're shooting. So they're really going out of their way. I think uh, the fear is if they start a production and there's problems, everything is going to shut down again. So they're really I can't go to the store or I mean, I'm literally in this house until I go to the set. Now, I'm only going to be here for a couple of weeks, but the crew is going to be here for several months. I, we're all trying to figure out, like for us, uh, I, I work at a church. How does, what does that look like? How do we make sure everyone's safe? Right. Uh, and for what you do, you go down, it, 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 it causes quite the stir for sure. Yeah. I mean, the scenes, um, you know, the schedule, if someone, you know, has a problem, then, uh, you know, it's just, it's really, 
and we're kind of constantly sort of rewriting and readjusting and moving things around. And um, so, yeah, it's it's just um, just a very different time, uh, and how that uh, will affect. I also notice that being um, when I've gone out to a store or uh, to places, uh, the usual, hey, Ernie, can I take a photo? Uh, that's a little awkward because you can't do that. Uh, nobody's willing to hold anybody else's phone or camera to take a picture. Um, so that's, yeah, it's, it's a different time. It is. And I feel like um, as things begin to open, because here in Orlando, a lot's open. Disney's back open. Universal is open, and right. um, and it's it's retraining yourself how to be a person again and be kind to yeah. people again because we're so distrusting right now. You even right. sneeze yeah. wrong, we're freaking out. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's true. I think at some point we probably will have to just um, you know open up um, if there's hopefully a vaccine. But if no, what I'd hope for is that we'd have a, just a good treatment. So if you got this, you know what to do. Right now, it's not even clear what you do other than stay home and and cross your fingers and right. hope it's going to be okay. I mean, that's about it. You know, go to the hospital if it's extreme. But so I'd hope that they'd say, okay, you know, we have a treatment. And then I think most people would say, okay, I'll take my chances. As long as I know if I get it, I got a good chance of not having anything severe. But uh, because there's been so much confusion, we can't even point to just a, like with a common cold. We know, OK, the steps you do, take vitamin C, you know, get some rest, whatever that is, you know how to deal with it. This is just just totally confusing. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you kind of mentioned the misinformation and the, the distrust and the and just it really is like that. You just stay at home and, and hope for the best, uh, yeah. which is uh, not. Not great medical advice <laughs> across the board. No. Um, no. And it's also unclear when they say, well, don't, um, you know, gather, you know, more than a few people. And yet you see these big gatherings. Right, and, right. and sometimes they say um, several came out of it. And sometimes you don't hear about anything coming out of it. And so then you begin to say, well, if they all got together and there was no problem, then what? So it's it's just very unclear. I think in five or 10 years, we'll look back and we'll be like, oh, we didn't know anything. It was either well, it, much worse or way less than, than anybody knew. So that's true. Yeah. And five, 10 years, I'll be a hundred if I'm lucky. So, <laughs> you know, it won't matter to me. So, um, Ernie, we got, we know you probably can't talk much about it, but we got, we got to talk a little bit about the, the new Ghostbusters project. Obviously it was supposed to come out in July. Uh, now March, hopefully we'll, we'll make it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you have been asked about a third Ghostbusters movie probably more than any human being in the world, uh, including, you know, Ivan Reitman and Dan Aykroyd, uh, because you're out there talking to the fans all the time. Um, right. So when the announcement first happened and, and you, you got the script, um, was, was it kind of one of those like, I can't believe this is actually happening moments or did it take to getting on set till you believed it? Well, it was, I think... Um... It was even before I got the script uh, and I got a call from Ivan Reitman um, and Jason, you know, we talked and then I know, okay, this is really going to happen because, you know, like you said, there's been so many announcements and so many things that fell apart until I just got um, 
but even after it wasn't until I got the script and read the script that I thought, okay, this is not only is it happening, but this is really good. And, uh, and it's really in line with what the fans have been hoping for. Um, and it's really ties into the first two movies. Um, you know, I like the, the movie with the, the ladies, but it was kind of a different, you know, different take on it. Right. So, um, so that's when I, once we got the, uh, I got the script and, um, and yeah, I, that I began to get excited about it and felt like I knew something definite, but up, up until then, um, it was still if maybe, and you know, whatever. Right. Right. Yeah. And I, I think it's interesting. I mean, you know, Ghostbusters is so associated, uh, you know, as a New York movie. Obviously, you guys shot up in Calgary. Uh, from from the little we've seen, it looks more of a a rural setting. So, um, I'm trying to dance around it so you don't, you know, no no one's getting in trouble today. Not on our watch. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but yeah. I don't know. Just you know, being on set for the first for the first time, it, it had to be. Uh, like one of those moments where you, you never really thought it was going to happen and now it's happening. And I guess the anticipation of, you know, knowing what the fans are, you know, that first right. thing you see where you go, Oh, they're going to like this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like I said, I read the script and, um, and, you know, for a long time, and in fact, they never officially said it was okay for me to mention it, but I think the fans know that obviously, you know, we're, we're back in the movie. So, um, but how much involvement and, you know, what the new cast and all that, I, I wasn't sure. But, um, but after um, just coming together, it was, a, you know, for me, honestly, it was kind of like a, a spiritual get together. I mean, um, yeah, you know, a, a movie that has had so much impact and meaning in my life uh, to go back into that was just uh, it was it was emotional to me, um, you know, to see Danny Aykroyd and Bill and uh, it, yeah, it was very very special, and it's a great new cast. I mean, people um, that I didn't uh, know before, but um, I just um, you know seeing people work and seeing their ability and knowing that they're all bringing their best to it. Um, and I, and I think bringing what it deserved, you know, not something that sort of was thrown together just for the studio to make some more money, but uh, really um, Jason's uh, just love of it and commitment to it. Um, yeah, I was I was very touched by it. Um, to jump on that real quick, I, this is something that I've wanted to ask you or anybody who worked on the first movies you work with different directors all the time. You've worked with Ivan Reitman. Is it three times total? Um, do you see similarities in the direction style from, from him and Jason, or is it, is it a completely uh, different approach or uh, maybe somewhere in the middle? Uh, yeah, no, I think it's a very, uh, because, you know, a, a director directing is very personal. You know, I mean, there's certain, um, you know, mechanics, um, you know, that you need to bring to, uh, you know, the set, you know, but um, it really is a, what you bring as an individual, you know, how you relate to people, how you relate to the material, um, how you get people to do what you hopefully want them to do, how you command the set and uh, all the production. And, and Jason is just 
just very different person than Ivan. You know, Ivan had his way of getting things done, but Jason is, um, I'm going to say this and uh, not that I'm implying that the other one isn't, but Jason is one of those guys that you want to show up with your best because you really like him a lot. I really like Jason Uh, knowing him as a kid, you know, when we did the other movies and uh, seeing how he's developed as a director on his own. um, Yeah. You know, you just respond to him in a different way. It's a, yeah. And he's, and he's good at what he does. Yeah. So, That's but great. very different than his dad. Um, yeah. But they're very different people. Yeah. I can imagine. I can imagine. You know, Ernie, as a fan, hearing you say things like spiritual and emotional regarding this movie makes me so excited to see it. Um, and, and when it was announced, it was a little, a little bittersweet. Um, you know, you've, you've spent a lot of time talking about Harold Ramis and how yeah. he was able to mediate and, and ground things on the set. And, and I just wanted to know what it was like to revisit this story and these characters after so many years, knowing that he couldn't be a part of it. Was it bittersweet for you? Yeah, yeah, it was. You know, Harold was, um, yeah, he was kind of like the glue that I felt. I mean, Ivan is a director, producer, you know, um, and juggling a lot of things. Um, you know, Ivan is one of those people who, you know, expect you to do what you should do. And it's, you know, we're doing this and we're going to have fun, but you know, it's not a lot of pampering or any of that sort of thing. And Harold was the one, um, when things were moving a little, you know, in a weird direction, this kind of pulled it all together and pulled everybody all together. You know, he was always the one that uh, you totally trusted. So to be there and not have him there, um, yeah, because his, his presence is so much a part of all of it. I mean, you know, his, um, his input, you know, just uh, his stamp of, of, of all these characters, um, he was really, uh, really, really missed. And um, yeah, it was, it was very difficult uh, yeah. uh, not having him there. And, uh, but you know, that's obviously we all have to make our transition and you hope you have a great life. Harold had an amazing life. So, you know, it, it's not that, but it's, it's just, I would have loved for him to have uh, been a part of that and and seen it sort of reach a place where we're actually moving forward with the franchise. Mm-hmm. And I, I know that's something he always wanted to do. Right. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for that. That was that was very uh, uh, very well said. I mean, obviously, anybody who talks about Harold Ramis it has nothing but uh, just. He was the kindest, funniest, uh, you know, smartest, yeah. pers- smartest person in the room, no matter what. So, yeah. Um, Ernie, one thing before we kind of get towards the end here and wrap up, I got to ask you, we've got this uh, Hasbro Pulse Cons coming up this weekend, and you're taking part in that. After almost 40 years, can you believe that you're still selling Ghostbusters toys and like, and, and you're, you're, you're the, you're the spokesman because, uh, I know I'm going to be buying it. Look at, look at, I am, a, I'm a grown adult and what you're seeing is, uh, my house. So, uh, uh, no shame yeah. here, but, uh, that, that's cool that you're uh, participating in that. Yeah. You know, I, um, I mean, you know, they asked me to, and, um, like, cause I believe in the franchise, I'm probably the last guy because <laughs> when I, you know, when we started the movie, I mean, Winston was sort of, he was kind of the guy who sort of slipped in the back door. Um, but, um, you know, I, I think the fans 
turned out to be so extraordinary and and have just for years and years and years i mean over 30 years i mean um and so yeah it's more for them i think than uh, you know the toys are great and um you know to have something kind of in my image um that's all well and good but i'm really um yeah i see little kids who were like babies and then they come back, you know, 10 years later and they're in their teens. And uh, so, yeah, it's uh, whatever I can do. Um, uh, yeah, it's, 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 um, yeah, it's just great to be a part of it. Good. Yeah, it's great. I mean, we love to, everybody, when, when the announcements come and, and we see that, that, uh, that you're going to be taking part, we, we know it's going to be good and it's going to be fun. And I, I think, like I said earlier, you're, you're, you've been an ambassador and like, you've really worked really closely with a lot of the franchises. I'm part of the Georgia Ghostbusters. We've had you at Dragon Con and that's where you really start seeing the difference. Uh, you know, uh, I think it was 2013, 2014, you were at the front of the parade, uh, for Dragon Con and the streets of Atlanta. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. hopefully we can get back to something like that. Uh, because these, that would be great. These virtual, you know, I gotta say that was, that parade is one of the best. I mean, I do. A, I've done a lot of parades in the past, but uh, Dragon Con, that parade, and and I don't know how many cars we had, and how many Ghostbusters, man. It was, it was really uh, just incredible. Yeah, I think that year there was over a hundred Ghostbusters and seven Ectos of, of yeah. various cars. So uh, a good showing for the for the Ghostbusters community here in Atlanta. Yeah, and you know, for me, I think probably uh, when I came into the the, the movie. Um, I was at a different place in my career than uh, Bill Murray or, or Danny or Harold. Um, and so for me, I've always sort of looked at it in a very different way. I mean, it wasn't, it's a movie, but it's also kind of a part of me in a, in a, in a strange way. Um, I mean, I've done a lot of movies and I've, I've, I've worked um, consistently over the last 50 years, but, um, but yeah, I feel like, um, sort of the need to want to uh, participate and to kind of give back. Um, and I know a lot of times, uh, a lot of people I've worked with, they don't feel it's like I did the movie and that's that. And, you know, it's uh, you kind of move on. And, and certainly you move on. But I also know that in a strange way, I'm connected in this movie along with all the fans who are also connected. Um, and that's very, very special. Yep, and, and you're phenomenal at it. You really are. Just the fact that you'd go to great lengths to bring your flight suit with you to conventions for photos and all the stuff you do on Cameo. You're so accessible and you're so great to humor us and, and, and carry that torch. Well, it goes both ways. I mean, it really does. And um, it's fun for me. And But the fact that people appreciate it, um, that it means a lot. And um, yeah, it, it definitely goes both ways. Absolutely. Well, Tom, I'm going to give you the floor now to talk a little bit about the signing uh, and kind of let people know, you know, what's going to be happening and how they're going to be able to get uh, uh, some really cool Ernie Hudson signed uh, memorabilia, eight by tens, all sorts of stuff. So go for it, my friend. Absolutely. Thank you, Craig. Uh, so orders are going to go live Friday. That's this Friday um, on mm -hmm. our Facebook group. Uh, the Ghostbusters containment unit. You can search the containment unit. Uh, we collect spores, molds, and Ghostbusters autographs. Uh, we'll be taking orders through uh, the end of October, maybe the first week of November. Uh, you can pre-order photos. Uh, we're hoping to have a 
Afterlife trailer sometime soon, maybe, so we can get an Ernie photo. Wink, wink. Hopefully. Uh, or you can send in your own items, uh, and Ernie is, is gracious enough to, uh, to sign all those things for us. Uh, so get your orders in. Yeah, we'll, we'll post all the links in the, the descriptions for the video and the on the podcast feed. And uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to be sending in some action figures to get signed. Uh, and I'm excited about that. And, uh, you know, Ernie, we're going to have to have you back on down the road. Uh, I mentioned Jake. He's not here with us, but he's the biggest Congo fan on the planet and has a huge <laughs> Congo collection. And uh, yeah. probably, uh, you know, you, you've had such a, a, a cool career and you, you've worked with so many great actors and done so much cool stuff. And uh, I, I think, I think LA's finest. I finally watched the first episode. It's really, I love that. It's a bad boys, uh, you know, keeping it in the, right. so, the Sony franchise family. I, I love it. I just, I'm, I'm happy for you. I think it's awesome. Yeah, no, it's, it's a great uh, series. And uh, Gabrielle union and Jessica Alba, I mean, they are so, uh, just so good, you know, and, um, yeah, it's been fun. I've, I've had a, yeah, I love Congo. Congo was, but I've been fortunate enough to, um, to work on some, some really things that I'm very, very proud of and nothing that I'm totally embarrassed by. So it's, it's really been a, a good career. Very cool. Uh, well, Tom and Matt, did you have anything else before we sign off? No, just thank you, Ernie. Thank you for uh, for signing for our group for a second time. Thank you for uh, allowing us to chat with you today. Uh, it's been great. a great experience for all of us. Well, thank you, guys. It's been a, a great experience for me as well. So you right. guys just take care and keep on busting. All right. Thank you, Ernie Hudson, <laughs> joining us today. Yes, have some in the containment unit. Stay tuned to uh, all of our social media for all the information you need on the signing. And like Tom said, head to the Facebook group for the Ghostbusters containment unit and take advantage of these Ernie Hudson signed items. Uh, very excited. Ernie, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Good right. talking. Have a good one. Bye-bye.